and you do feel a little venomous. Uh, you do feel a little hatred, uh, but not as much hatred as I felt for Phil Cronenberg. Yeah, back when we were in high school, one day I had me a gyp sheet there. I was cheating. Cheating on a test. Hey, I was busy. I didn't have time to study. I was cheating. We all did it. What, are you going to crucify me? When Cronenberg happened to notice that I had that thing between my legs, he said, Mrs. Plasnalis. The grease man's cheating. And I thought, oh, God. And she came running over. She snatched that little cheat cheat out from between my legs. She called it my mother. I nearly got thrown out of school. It was that day that I resolved I would get Phil Cronenberg. But I couldn't get him right then because he suspected. That's the way it is with revenge. You have to be able to wait to taste it. Taste it sweet between your lips. If you if you strike back the second you're brutalized, you're the first suspect. You gotta wait for years to go by. And that's what I did. I kept track of Phil Cronenberg. I waited years. And then I struck. The first thing I did, I went down to 14th Street. I went down to 14th Street and I bought every perverted magazine I could find. And I ripped out the little subscription cards. And I started filling them out with Phil Cronenberg's name and address. So that when the wife gets the mail, she sees all these magazines addressed at the Mr. Cronenberg. Gay lifestyle. Bondage digest. A beginner's guide to necrophilia. She's going, Phil, are you interested in these kind of things? Oh, honey, I don't know. They just sent it to me. Uh, Phil, they don't just send you these kind of magazines. I mean, it's against the law. you got to ask for this kind of stuff. Phil, I can't believe you're into a beginner's guide to necrophilia. What do you do? They'd have fights about it. But that was only the beginning. I'd call up gay escort services and send him to his neighbor's house asking for Phil Cronenberg. I'd give him the next-door neighbor's address. So the neighbor would open the door, and there'd be some guy saying, Hi, is Philly here? And the neighbor would say, No, he, he lives next door. And the neighbor would stand there in the doorway and watch as this creep went over to Phil's house asking for Phil! I got the whole neighborhood talking. And then I'd order, like, 100 pounds of fertilizer to be delivered in the truck here. And they'd dump it on the neighbor's lawn or in the neighbor's driveway. Yeah, could you send me uh, 1,600 pounds of gravel? Yeah, just dump it on the lawn. Uh, and I'd give the neighbor's address. Yeah. They'd go storming across. Cronenberg, will you get the address right? I got 1,600 pounds of gravel in my lawn. But I didn't order it. You didn't order it. And then I had his car towed. I'd call up a towing service and say, yeah, this is uh, Phil Cronenberg. Uh, hey, I'm at work right now. The car's not running. Uh, I got it parked at the corner of Blauman and 14. Would you pick that baby up and tow it for me, store it? I'll be by in a couple of days. Of course, Phil would record the, the, the car stolen. It would sit there on the, on the tow truck lot for weeks. $100 towing bill, $25 a day storage, and it cost him two grand to get his stinking car back. And I'd keep towing it wherever he went. I'd follow him, and I'd call the tow truck company. Uh, yeah, my car's not working. Would you tow that man? Got so he was paranoid. Whenever he left his car, he'd be watching over his shoulder, screaming, No, don't tow that car! I'm Phil Grunenberg! No! His wife thought he was losing his grip. She started talking to her mother about him. Phil, I don't understand. He's always having his car towed. He says he didn't have a tow. It's unbelievable. And then I waited. I waited there. I waited for the big kill. I timed it so that his wife was having a big party. A special party. I called up the electric company, had him turn off the juice. I called up the water company, had him turn off the water, so if he did a constitutional, he'd have to live with it! I called the phone company, had him turn off the phone. I called him, hi, Phil Cronenberg, be out of town on vacation. Yeah, you might turn it off my electricity. Hi, yeah, phone company, this is Phil Cronenberg. Yeah, we're going to be out of town on vacation. You might turn off the phone a couple of weeks. We'll give you a call when we get back. Hi, water company, yeah, it's Phil Cronenberg. Uh, I just did not pay the water bill for a couple of weeks. We're going on vacation. Would you turn it all off? So there's the wife, 5 p.m. on a Friday. 
ready to entertain guests. Everybody's arriving. Suddenly, woof, everything goes. The juice is out. They can't use the phone to call about it. And when they finally do get in touch on the emergency number, oh, as soon as we can get a crew out there, be uh, Monday or Tuesday. Monday or Tuesday, but I'm having a party tonight. I'm having a party tonight. Yes, suffer, Cronenberg. Suffer. But the coup de grace. They finally went out of town on a vacation because they thought Phil was losing his grip totally. They thought Phil called all the utility companies. Uh, they finally went out of town on vacation to give Phil a rest. And as soon as they left town, I sent a telegram to his office. Uh, Dear boss, this is Phil Cronenberg. I've decided I'm tired of working for you. I know you're a latent homosexual. And I've let everybody else at the company know that I will no longer put up with your crap. Keep my job. And then I sent a telegram to his landlady. I'm not coming back. I'm not going to live up to my obligations for the lease. Sell my furniture to get my money back. I'm not coming back. If you want your money, you can have whatever's there. Sign Phil Cronenberg. And sure enough, he comes back from vacation. He's got no, no job. His house is rented to somebody else. All his possessions have been sold in a flea market. He finally flipped out altogether. His wife is screaming. He blew her away. He blew his kids away. He put the gun in his mouth and he blew himself away. The end of Phil Cronenberg. Of course, I did go to the funeral. Yeah, the family was there. People from out of town. I don't know what happened. Phil just lost his grip. They're all standing around crying, weeping. I waited until the viewing salon was empty, and then I looked down and said my own private final goodbye to Phil Cronenberg. I'll never forget as I left the funeral home. I remember hearing the funeral director say, Hey, who hocked the lunger on the stiff? <laughs>